Man, I'm tired of working for other people, man. I'm about to make a switch to an entrepreneur. Who with it? I'm most definitely with it. Listen, man, the powers that be don't want you to wake up and get out that everyday rat race. They want to make workers, not entrepreneurs. So you know I'm with it, man. All right, so, man, so let's get to it. Go ahead and make this extra money and switch it over. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hustle Live, and we're back for another episode, episode three to be exact. We got a special guest. Sadiq Morgano. <laughs> there you have it, man. So uh, we're happy to have you on the show. And, uh, you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself, a little background, and what you got going on. Well, born in Newark, moved to Orange when I was 11. Regular Newark story. Did a little dumb stuff when I was a kid. Got locked up. Came home, started a business. Started doing contracting. Doing art, doing a little bit of everything. Nice. Okay, um, you said you uh, come from Newark, so you know we, I'm a kid from Newark too. I was born there, but I was raised in East Orange, and uh, you know you hear the narratives about Newark about it being bad. You know the the big myth that they tell about it. What's some of the good childhood memories you remember from being from Newark? Doing bad stuff. <laughs> 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 hey, I mean, I mean, you know, yeah, you okay, know, running around, playing catch a girl, get a girl. Yeah. Uh, you know, you used to take the little uh, the spark things from the the car from the car, the little yeah, white spark things, plugs. Yeah, spark plugs, the window, yeah, the the window yep. yeah, I remember yeah. breaking people's cars, all the little stupid stuff. But good old childhood, yeah, being yeah, outside. Yeah, that's a childhood memory. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, yeah. now we want. I make. I want to make a transition. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on oh, a second, okay. D. Hold on, hold okay, on a second. Bad, we gotta make sure that he really from where he say he from. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. What you used to do on mystery night. See, if you really okay, from the okay. area, you know what mystery oh, night is now. Throw eggs like right, crazy. There we go. Frozen there eggs. we go. With the rocks. Frozen eggs. Hold on. Frozen eggs, yeah. I was waiting for the frozen <laughs> eggs. <laughs> he verified. Yeah, yeah. He good now. Yeah, yeah. He good now. Rotten he know about the frozen eggs. eggs. Yeah, you sit yeah. them things on the side, outside, yeah. for like on the, on the first October. Yeah. <laughs> you ready for mystery night. Yeah, absolutely. They don't do it no more. I ain't even seen no eggs. No, 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 no. God, they don't do it no more. I like my window. The bus used to get destroyed. I know the bus driver used to be on fire. Whoever People used to stand in front of the bus and throw it. It's but that's, another, right that's a different, that's a different hold on, situation. Hold on. Listen, <laughs> Grand Hustle Live family, we do not approve of this. No, 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 that's, that's Don't do that. Do not try this at home. Do not try that at home. All right. Memory lane. Yeah, all right. Let's get back to it. Back to it. You know, I want to make a transition. Um, What made you start, you know, get into being a plumber? When I came home for prison. I was going to go into, uh, I was going to be a barber. Mm. I was going to the barber school. I went in this spot in Bloomfield. I was going to go over there. And I was walking from there, and I seen uh, a guy that I was, uh, that was one of my bunkies. Mm. So I was asking what he was doing. He was telling me he was about to go do some plumbing with his father and all that stuff. So he was just telling me to come with him. So I just went with him. I didn't even know how to use a wrench or nothing. Mm. I went with him that day. We started doing work. I worked with them for like two weeks. Then they slowed down. Then I went to uh, school in Patterson and Hohokus. 
because I just came home, they gave me a grant for 8000 to go into school. Then I started doing that for a year. Then I left that and went to a plumbing in uh, Hackerstown. I worked with them. Let me slow you down for one second. You said you got a grant. Now, how did you go about getting the grant? Well, when I went there to fill out for the application, they were telling me it cost 18000 I was about to get up and leave. Then it was like, ah, nah, we can work with you, financing things and all that. They was going to try to get me a loan at first. Yeah. But then they said I could get the grants because when you just come home, it was something going on. You get a grant. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they're still doing that now, though. But And it was, this is was like, what, trade school we talking about? Yeah, trade school. Okay. And how long did the trade school last? Trade school was only a year. A year? They kind of uh, ripped me off, though, but it was all right. So now talk about that. Talk about that because a lot of people may go through the same thing. Yeah, when so, you go to yeah. if you don't go to if you don't be a plumber, don't go to a trade school. Go to a plumbing trade school. Because if you mm. go to a, a trade school for plumbing, they may not mark because you need five years of plumbing working under a master plumber and four years of schooling to become mm. a master plumber to get your license. So when you sign up for the school, they say they're going to give you a year worth of uh, schooling and a year working under a master plumber because the teacher is a master plumber. Mm. But when I graduated and I went to school, I went to uh, my job, and then I was going to go to get my apprenticeship to get the application. They didn't accept my year in uh, mm-hmm. trade school. Yeah, they didn't want to accept it. So, like, the benefits of being a master plumber is that you can be insured and bonded and do everything yourself. That's why you want to be a master plumber? Or what's yeah, the... Yeah, that's the idea of it. That's but the in, high, okay. in hindsight, you, you just don't get fined when they come. And ask for a permit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. And anybody out there ain't got yeah, no yeah. license. Right. But yeah, at the end of the day, you can start your own business because the plumbing, uh, the plumbing apprenticeship teaches you how to be in the business and do plumbing. So it yeah. teaches you how to run your plumbing business and it teaches you how to be an actual plumber. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the benefits of it right there. Okay. Now, what's the, so for the youth that's uh, trying to get into this or just anybody that wants to get into this, What's like the first step? Like, what's like the very first step? Is it just signing up for school, or like, what's the very first step trying to jump into this lane? Pretty much school. Okay. If not school, get under somebody. Get school. Okay. Yeah. At the end of the day, you gotta learn the ins and outs. Right. Because the hard part isn't doing the work. The hard part is managing the work. Hmm. Okay. Because if you ain't managing it right. It could go under. Right. Okay, now you said like that's one of the hard parts. What else are, are some of the challenges that you face like on your plumber journey, like the place? People. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some of the, yeah. the hardest thing too is pricing. Mm. Because you can go to a job, price a job. Because a lot of times you want to get a job. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's no set price for contracting. Oh. Because nine times, a lot of times people do, most times people do three uh, bids. They get bids from three different people, then they weigh out the bids to see who they don't want to go to. Mm. So a lot of times people go in there and underbid themselves just so they can get the job because they need the money. Then by the time they're middle in the job, it's chaos. Okay. Okay. What we always preach with us is like the team. So how is important how important is it to be able to build a team around you or is it okay if you just sticking solely to plumbing? Cause I know you do construction and plumbing. If we doing this plumbing itself, do you need a team or do you prefer a team? Because, you know, with us, we always preach that the team is going to get you further uh, than actually going yourself. Yourself, you can go faster, but you can go further yeah. with people around you. So, No, nah, you definitely need a team. That was one of my things, too. I couldn't make a team. Like, like you see me now, I'd be by yeah. myself. Yeah. I had two guys, uh, three guys with me, but they just couldn't pick it up. And they can't move as fast as I can move. You got to build a team to work 
like you, but without you. Mm-hmm. And that's like the hardest thing to do. Because mm-hmm. you got to find that person. Then they got to want to do your work as much as you want to do your work. Yeah. And it's hard to find somebody that wants Everybody just want to get there, they waste get the time. Money. Yeah. They don't want to basically put in the same Then you want to work. work. Yeah. Right. But they don't got the same passion that you exactly. got. Right. Like you got to find somebody that's down and out and just mm-hmm. like, ah, I got to do this because they got to eat, kids got to eat. Yeah. Or somebody that had that that old right. school moral in them. Like, I don't want to mess up his money. Yeah. yeah, true, true, true. But a lot of people don't think like that now. Everybody's for self. Mm-hmm. So, like, the transition, because we, that's what we spoke about earlier when we were speaking to the first individual. We were saying that he's working on people that are just getting out of jail and being able to build and give them trades so they don't have to go to work for other people they can be self-employed now with people like just for all of us having a background of what we have a lot of us was doing things that we were self-employed and we woke up when we wanted to we did what we wanted to do so how do you feel about you know being a self-employed than being employed do you feel as that for you what made you say like you know what i'd rather start my own business and be able to control my own destiny and work for somebody else yeah, the, the background I had made me not be afraid like other people would be afraid. Because you had the hustle. Yeah. yeah, I ran my own business for 12 years yeah. before I went to jail, yeah. pretty yeah. much. Yeah, you had a good run. Yeah. So. <laughs> 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 Most of it, it started at 13, so a lot yeah. of that was, yeah. it really ain't hit till yeah. 17. Mm-hmm. But I was there. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what we all, so I know me and Derek, you know, especially Derek, because when yeah. me and Derek was coming up or whatever, and he made a transition, and I was like, you know, me and him used to practice. I used to be like, hey, your widow shoes. Because he didn't have, like, stuff like widow shoes, with yeah. that, doing with that. He's like, why, you know, like, even with me, I gave him advice. Because I didn't know, you know. Yeah. And nobody helped me. I just kept on failing. I didn't want him to go the same right. Because he's yeah. like my brother here. I'd be like, nah, you got to talk like this. Let's do a mock interview. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I used to do the little mock interviews with him. And then, you know, now he started to do it on his own, get yeah. it himself. And with me, I and I used to tell him this all the time. I said, the hardest thing is going to be is, like, just dealing with certain things. Like dealing with individuals. Like dealing, de- with individuals. De- like dealing with the different uh, personalities, dealing yeah. with the different type of uh, people, you know what I mean? That was one of my biggest challenges. You know, making a transition from the street to going to a nine to five or, or any type of uh, structure environment where you got to listen to somebody else and take orders from somebody else. That was like uh, a struggle for me. It still is a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, um, that was one of the things that he worked on and w- like with me with. Yeah, with me, because I always, uh, I think I got lucky. Cause lucky and not lucky at the same time. I got kicked out of school when I was uh, 15, mm. so I started working. A lot of people from we know where we come from, yeah. they don't never have a job, no. yeah. so they don't see that other side where you have to tear turn that off and be an employee and excuse me, thank you, yeah. all that. Yeah. So I always had that two sided. Always play the streets and one foot in, one foot out. Exactly. Because kind of yeah. life is like a fight. You got yeah, yeah. if you know more than one style. You You'd be good. Yeah. So I got two styles. I could do the street and I could do the um, the work. The work. The work side. The corporate. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people can't turn it off though. Yeah. Some people it's just them all the way around. Yeah. You can't bring them nowhere. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was hard for me. No, it was hard for me too. And reach back to where uh, Matt said, like, like when he stopped hustling, I was still hustling, and he was looking at me like I was crazy, and I was looking at him like he was crazy. Like I'm like I don't know what you're doing, but exactly. but he was like he was like you can't do that because. It's not the way to do things. Like, you ain't going to get nowhere with that. You know what I mean? So he showed me a different outlook. Like, listen, this, do it the straight way, and then you ain't got to worry about the, the, the negative stuff on the back end. The biggest thing I always tell people is you need to travel. You need to see other things outside of where you are. Because 
the first time that I actually left the country and went somewhere else, it blew my mind. It gave me a different perspective of, yeah. oh, I was used to the way that we do things here. And to see other things, a lot of times some of the youth just need to see something else. That's why Absolutely. it's good to take them on museums. Yeah. It's good to take them to different things and show them different things. Because if you've only known your four block radius or your town or your county, you don't know what else exactly. is out there. And sometimes you may see something that sparks your mind to want to be better and exactly. do other things. So that's good. Man. Yeah, because yeah. I look at, my motto is perspective is everything. Right. Yeah. Your reality is based upon your perspective. 100%. You can't tell the street dude that that's not life, right. because that's all he knows. That's his life. You can't tell the soldier that's not life, because that's all they know. Right. So your perspective is based upon your reality. Right. So whatever you perceive is what you're going to believe. 100%. So right. if you've never seen it, you can't even fathom it. You don't even so a lot of people, all they know is, if I'm get, go broke, go get the gun, or if I go broke, go get a pack. If I go broke, this instead of just going to a job and just slowing yeah, it up just fill out that application go to the it's interview you but you know. don't realize that until you're older yeah right? absolutely because the brain true. is like the last thing that grows on your body yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's and true. the last part of it is the between right and wrong so that's why a lot of us don't really get it till we older and in the hood th- 25 is the old head right so you pretty much done seen everything and did it already you're yeah, OG yeah. 25. you've been doing everything for 12 years by now when mm-hmm. you're 25. <laughs> and the important thing is, like, a lot of people think that just because you're an entrepreneur, you don't have to have that switch where you have to switch. And it, it does. even if you're not an employee, right, this is a lot of things people don't understand. Even if you're not an employee and you're a straight entrepreneur, you still have to have that switch where you can be able to deal with people and be able to let people view you as a certain way and who you truly are. Because a lot of people that did the wrong thing, they are entrepreneurs at heart. They, you know, they think on their feet. All those uh, attributes that you have but people view them as bad things are actually great things but you have to put them in a proper context but you still have to be able to put that suit on you still have to be able to present mm-hmm. yourself like he mm-hmm. said he had to go and accept bids you got to go and you got to be a certain way when you go do that you can't be you know who you are normally so even if you are an entrepreneur you have to understand you have to start to learn how to change and be able to convert yourself over a little bit or you still won't be able to uh, progress and being an entrepreneur because people are going to look at you. When yeah. you go ask that bank loan, when you go try to get that grant, you might not know about getting a grant. You might have to go to a building and be able to ask for it. And when you ask for it, people can give you the runaround. Yep. They cannot work with you because it's all about your attitude and how you present yourself, yeah, especially you going into a government building exactly. because they first ones not to help you. And it's sad. We're visual creatures, so yeah. we're going to look at you and then judge you. Right. That's the only way you could do because you can't. You haven't spoken yet, so I yeah. have to judge you for the way you look. So if you walk in there looking crazy, they already thinking about, all right, I don't even want to get this dude alone. I don't even want to do this. So, I don't even want to give him the job because you look crazy. Like you're about to come in here. Perspective. <laughs> yeah, perspective. Perspective because you know what you're capable of. You know you're going in with good intentions, but other people don't know that because we base ours off of, you know, mental conditioning. You know, you see a right. movie all the time and a thug or a gangster look a certain way. So when people see you and you portray yourself as such, people think, you know, even with me, and it's always a balance, right, you know, um, the person I'm with was like, man, you was dressing crazy. You was dressing with checkers every day, with a white shirt on, with khakis. <laughs> and listen, you got to have a perspective because I kind of lost myself mm-hmm. of who I was. So I had to have that balance of who yeah. I was, you know. So that's the only thing is you just have to have a perspective on both. Like, all right, when it's time to do this and time, just don't get lost. Always keep who you yeah. are in nature. Because if you start to get lost, then you become an employee. And you're trying to <laughs> become an entrepreneur. Because if you get lost in the sauce and you forget why you're there, you get safe. And when you feel safe and comfortable, 
you don't progress in life. You stay exactly where you at. So what we trying to do is we trying to get those, you know, that's actually coming out the system to be able to think like, hey, look, man, you don't have to stop grinding and hustling. You just have to do it in the proper way. And people that got stuck in the nine to five and the grind, we trying to show them different ways of how you can be able to grind it out and then turn that uh, grind into a hustle so you can live life like you want to. Because that's why you started in the first place, you know? Some of the best businessmen we've seen in our culture have been people that come from the lifestyle yeah. of what we had to do. Jay-Z. You have all these different people that have run other type of organizations that was illegal. Because it's legal is a business. All, yeah. see, all they needed was to learn another game. They still the same hustle that they was when they was in the streets. Yeah, they just channeled the energy somewhere else. Because think about it. The corporate world is still the streets. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, and that's <laughs> what a lot of people don't understand because when, when me, Derek, and Shell's mm -hmm. doing certain things, like... We know we got asked to be able to participate. Somebody participate in our app and do different things. People got to understand you can't lose that instinct, right? Because the instinct inside of you that tell you like, hey, something's going on, something's bad, something's happening here. You have to keep that hustle and mindset and that mm -hmm. instinct because corporate is way worse than the streets. They'll sleep on <laughs> you. They will sleepwalk you. Because they can smile at you. In the corporate world, is no it's no retribution. No. You know, they you just got got. <laughs> they making that. the money, and you sitting on the outside yeah. looking at them making all the money. And you can't do nothing about it. They compare the CEO to a serial killer. Yeah. They say they got the same traits and the same attitude, pretty much. Yeah. So they're in the whole corporation, just like that. Yeah. So like. What we have to do is be able to learn the the things that we were able to be able to that made us great at doing one thing and one facet of life we have to be able to do. Because listen, I'll tell you right now. Let's say even if you were a gang member, you were a high ranking gang member, right? Guess what? You got organizational skills. Right. If people follow you and people see you have a vision, people willing to pursue and follow that vision with you. Guess what? That's half of the struggle to be able to see have people see the same vision that you have, right? Mm -hmm. That means you already have something right there. Let's say, hey, look, if you were good at selling drugs or flipping packs in the street, nine times out of ten, you were good at what? Marketing. You was able to get people, because there's a thousand dealers, but if you're making the most money out of all them dealers, you could take that you and take that t-shirt out there. You got a dope t-shirt out there. Your man come to you. It might not even be your idea. Your man come to you and say, I got these dope t-shirts, and you know how to market it. It's the same exact thing. You got to learn how to be able to expand your mind so you can be able to do other things with those talents that you have inside. Transition. Uh -huh. Transition. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, you um, like uh, you've been on your journey. You uh, talked about your ups and downs that you had um, from being a younger a, a younger man to an adult now. Uh, what I want to ask you is um, if you had a, like a, a chance to go back in time to ask your younger self, like 18, like what advice would you tell yourself? Listen, <laughs> listen to the old ways. Yeah, and that's the yeah. That's pretty listen. much it. Because now I'm the person telling the 18 year old kid, you don't need to do this. No, he looking at me like I'm stupid. Because mm. <laughs> you don't get it until you in it, and then that's it's true. over already. You're done. Now, that's like powerful. when you created your business, like what did you like for? But everybody that's trying to be a plumber or do something carpentry or stuff like that, like what did you go for LLC? Um, do you do a sole proprietorship? Uh, what did you, how did you start your business? Um, you know, I did, a sole, I did a sole proprietorship because I didn't have the, the funds to do the company with the employees. Because we do the employees, you got to have the, um, the workers comp and then all that stuff. They want 30% of that upfront for the year and it's, it's just too much overhead. So I was the only guy anyway doing it. So I just did the sole proprietorship. And remember we talked about that earlier when we asked the guy that actually... 
you know, he two. sets up LLC stuff like that. He said he can't come to mind of when you actually use a sole proprietorship and everybody that's out there that's trying to be like a electrician or a plumber or any type of carpentry, then you understand now. That's yeah. just one sole reason why you can use it. Because right. when you do it, the sole proprietorship, I don't have to have employees. The people that are with me are contractors. So mm-hmm. they're my the contractors, right? Yeah, so they're my uh, subcontractors. So they have their own insurance. They have everything. All I have to do is worry about myself. Mm-hmm. All right, so after that, like... So after you got that down pat, what was the next step that you did in the process? Tools. Mm-hmm. With construction, if you ain't got the tools, you you just in the way. Yeah. Yeah. So you had to get the tools, and then you slowly get the clientele up. I slowly was working uh, after work, so that's how I got my clientele up. It's mm-hmm. just like hustle. Yeah. Just yeah. Word yeah. of mouth. Mm-hmm. I never got a customer off of Instagram. It was always, oh, he did this, so you can come do it for me. Or oh, you would you, you pass out me. business cards exactly. and stuff? Okay. Right. Now, did, did you did, did you just like you was on one you was on one site you did what you supposed to do and then somebody referred you and that's how it grew or were you out there actively like seeing work sites and like you know what I'm gonna pass on my yeah product. I started like I like a soldier I didn't know how to do nothing other than the plumbing yeah like the tile and all that mm-hmm. it was all YouTube videos yeah then I just like friends that was buying houses I'll just tell them give me a case of beer and I'll tile your bathroom yeah and then I'll tile the bathroom it look crazy but. You gotta get right. Exactly. You good? I just kept doing that, and then I had a house with my uh, my kid's mother. Mm-hmm. So I was my time was just in there yeah. messing up everything, and then fixing it, and then learning it. Then you mess up enough, you you get it right. You get it right. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's what I was gonna say as well. Oh yeah, and the thing about being like insured and bonded, like to have a record affect being insured and bonded, or that doesn't have any play in the process of you getting no, insured. The, and bonded? the record is only when you uh. When you're trying to get your LLC, once you got it, everything else is good. You just gotta fill out. If you got a uh, record, you just gotta. There's a whole bunch of loopholes and walls you gotta jump to get it. Okay. Yeah. If so, you got a felony though. Felony. And, okay. Yeah. Not a conviction. A felony. Uh, yeah. Because okay. I had a violent crime. Okay. All right. Well, you know, we definitely appreciate the information that you've given us. But before we go, if there's anything that you can give to the youth or anybody that's watching this now that's maybe interested into getting into your field, what's some advice that you can give them? You just got to have patience. Patience. And there you have it. And hold on, one more thing. We got to ask them, where do you go to be able to get insured and bonded? Facts. Uh, it's a bunch of companies you can go to. It's just licensed uh, companies, insurance companies. You find it online? Or? Uh, I went through another contractor. I just jumped on. I didn't jump on his. I used the same company, Agile. Okay. So you can be able to just Google. And then yeah. being insured and bonded basically means you go to an insurance company, you fill out the paperwork, and then they after they submit everything, you insure and bonded, you're ready to ride. Exactly. You just hand them the money every month. Now, <laughs> do you find it to be in your line of work? Do you find it to be better to be insured and bonded, or do you think that it don't really play it? In some better. projects they do, and in some projects they don't, or is it better? Well, construction is always better because you're in people's houses. Yeah. So if something happens, you want to be a small. Yeah, guy. exactly. You don't want to get sued for a million yeah. dollars. You want <laughs> company, then you can break it down yeah. because unless you just got money to throw away, no way. Exactly. <laughs> it's right. easy to flood somebody's house. And one one more thing, because this guy every time I'm telling you, he gonna try to get away. <laughs> he gonna try to get away. And this time I'm on him. Yeah. I'm okay. on him this time <laughs> because he ain't say it right the last time. It's grind time with D-Money, yeah. and I need you to say that statement the right way. 
So go ahead. Listen, uh, we gonna look. Excuse uh, us. We trying to get ourselves right. So even if you gotta go to that phone and get that, <laughs> he told me a fire statement. His grind time wasn't sounding right. So I need you to look on your phone. Excuse us. We trying let's to go. get right. You know. Let's go. Let's we go. We hundred percent organic. We ain't let's, gonna lie to y'all. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, let's go. Let me get to it. Uh, Cause last time, even yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Even that, <laughs> even our cameraman was like, "Yo, what? What did he say?" <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna let that happen uh, this time. All right, you ready? You ready? Go. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. We got a segment on the uh, on the show. It's called Grind Time with Day, mm-hmm. and uh, the segment is about you know what. Uh, let me see. Wait. Right. <laughs> My bad. It's Grind Time with Day. Uh, the segment is on this show is like what's uh what's the least. What's the what's the least amount? Hold up, calm down. We gonna edit that. And we yeah. edit. No, we not. 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 No, we, not. we are getting it. That's how wallowing it was. I got you. That's how wallowing it was when they started. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Commercials and messing up. Come on, let's get it. We calm down. We calm down. Grow, 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 See, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it all. All right, relax, 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 relax. All right, it's uh. It's like uh, I the the segment on the show is grind time with day, and uh, what I want to know is like what was the the most you did with the least that you had, and the that flipped your grind into a hustle. Woo! <laughs> well, when I first started, I worked out of my baby mother's Camry, and I was doing construction out of a, a Camry. So I was putting sheetrock on top of the Camry, filling everything. It was, it was the only car we had, so I still had to clean out all the dust. To go pick up the kids and everything after the work. Mm. So me just using that small vehicle, I had that for two years before I even got a truck. Mm. So just using that for transportation and not spending my money to get a truck. I guess that was the yeah, best thing. Used I the, uh, the least with the, with the most. Exactly. Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh-huh. There you have it, man. So we want to appreciate our guests, man. Appreciate we you, Thank brother. you so much for coming appreciate and sharing you for your time me. and sharing your mind with us. And, um, you know, I'm going to make this a statement. I'm going to say this each time. I'm going to force this to be a statement. <laughs> if the door closes, you kick it open. If a roadblock comes, you keep it strolling. And that's what we're going to do, man. <laughs> At the end of the day, man, first you find your grind. Then you turn into a hustle. So you live life how you want to. We thank you all for another great episode, episode three. We're going to see you all next time, man. we signing out. <laughs> all right, so we want to ask you for all your, your socials, all that kind of stuff, because we want to get the people... And this guy right here, when I tell you, this guy's an artist. Beast. Beast. He beast. He do what he's supposed to. He's reliable. If you need any projects, reach out to me. Do everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. From the rooter to the tutor. He can get everything done from the floor up. So holla at him. He's a good brother. And we're going to let him give all his information. Well, my personal and contract and Instagram is I am him. Is uh, And then my art gallery page is uh neo niggas n-e-g-u-s all right so we're going to go ahead and close it out but like i said before we got to keep on going and like everybody's going to have their own issues in life and you're going to hit a roadblock and sometimes you got to do the best of what you have so a lot of times we wait and wait and wait towards the perfect time but it's never a perfect time in life never because if you wait 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 till it's a perfect time guess what you'll be running out of it right so keep going. And another thing is people try to play it safe. But let me tell you one thing about life. Life is not safe. 
And if you think it's safe, tell me one person that made it out alive. So keep going. Never stop GHL.